Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Weird, Awkward, and Cool. I am John. I am Rowdy Raya. And I am Shana Banana. How you ladies doing today? Uh, uh, just my whole body aches. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Wait, come on. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Shana Banana keeps her ass in the house. So I went to the beach this weekend, and uh, the sun was like, I'm going to get your ass. If COVID don't, <laughs> bitch, I got you. And it got me. I am red. I am a fucking lobster. I feel like a translucent that just sat outside all day. Oh. Oh. You got no aloe vera? No. Damn. I'm going to just make my way through it, you know, start peeling in a couple dits. Couple couple days, peel off my exoskeleton or whatever. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I was hungry, but I think I'm not no more. Um. Okay. Hey. Okay. Shout out. <laughs> How do you suffer from that? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Um, shout out to Atlanta being officially open. Not mm-hmm. open, uh, mm-hmm. concert halls, you know, me and me and Roddy and, you know, Shannon goes to concerts as well. Are y'all going to a concert uh, anytime soon? Sadly, we can? I, I, I'm indifferent, but my, my whole mind and my spirit is telling me fuck no. Um, but I did, I do have tickets to see Alicia Keys that I purchased like in January when I thought, you know. Oh, you know, I don't believe in the corona. Like in January, like, oh, what is this thing? Maybe just stay in one country, but no. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not sure because those were really expensive tickets. <laughs> so I'm I'm crying inside. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't think so either. You know, I've I have uh, not been out. I've been out to like parks. That's 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 probably the extent to. My going out. I'm not yeah. going into any clubs. I saw that a strip club was open in the city. Oh hell um, no! And it Which was a whole one? Uh No, Diamond. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm so good on that. You know, I'm just gonna stick to my my. Small movements. And- I want to survive. I want to see another birthday. So I'm sorry, y'all, but nah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel it's very guinea piggish. That's go- what's is. going on. You know, let's just see. Hey, let's see what's going to happen. Well, who knows? But yes, shout out. Um, <laughs> one of you had a situation. <laughs> I have a lot of someone. <laughs> someone? Someone? Yeah, someone. Um, I guess I'll speak on that. Um, so you know, y'all, you know, quarantine or some people are social distancing at this point. Not really quarantine so much, but for me, quarantine. Um, I, you know, I decided to jump back on, you know, the infamous Tinder app. Just for the shits and giggles. Like, I'm not even matching people because, like, I want to find love. I'm just like, fuck that. I just want to laugh 
or see where I can go down this rabbit hole. And so I swiped into this, you know, we get the weird, I don't know about y'all, but has anyone like get like those weird, um, like one page, like non-human profiles where it's like, I'm a hot dog. You know, you do swipe and you actually have a conversation with like a hot dog or like a random object. Girl, what? Yeah, so. What? Okay, so those people, okay, so, oh Lord, I have to explain a lot more than I thought. But um, there are people, instead of like posting their actual picture, they like play like this character um, of them pretty much, I don't know, explaining like, oh, you know, instead of using their actual profile picture of their actual face, they just use like a hot dog or maybe like a cartoon character. And then they interact with people just saying like puns or things or, or quotes that that person or that object would say. Um, but in this case, it was like a textured like wall. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Cause it goes to, you know, my profession. So I was just like, okay, let me just, you know, swipe right. Cause I'm like, I'm bored. And in the bio, it said that not, sus- not supposed to be on here, but what the heck. So I'm like, I'm just curious. Cause again, I'm not on here to date. I'm just on here to just swipe right and laugh, like only for the shits and giggles. And I truly got in some shits and some giggles um <laughs> so the guy so the guy's name is mike i'm gonna say his name because this, this sounds fucked up Damn. and so hopefully you know who this person is so hopefully i'm describing him because it gets into it so i swipe and so immediately after five minutes i get a hey i don't even get like a funny thing that i'm usually tip you know usually used to when i'm actually you know with the weird ones with the no human pictures on there um so I got like a hey, and I'm just like, hey, he's like, you're, you know, you're really pretty. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, he's like, um, I was about to type in, I was like, um, what's up with your bio? Um, but he was like, I bet you're going to ask me about my bio and let me explain. So I was like, yeah, you know, explain. So he just starts off, which I wish a lot of guys would do on, you know, dating apps. He was like, um, I'm engaged. <laughs> um, I'm going to get married in December, but I want to have this last minute fun before I tie the knot. So I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Like in my spirit, how I usually do, I'd be like, you know what? I don't even get this person the time. I'm like, you know what? Delete, you know, report, um, maybe like do something else. But you was like, you know what? I'm already down this rabbit hole. Let's just go. So I was like, oh, okay. I said, well, so I, but he didn't really get to the point of like, I was like, so are you looking for like just a friend to talk to while you're you're engaged? Like you just need a, like a female person to talk to? Or you trying to do a little bit more? And he was like, I want a little bit more. I was like, oh, okay. Um, so then you know he was he really he really got into it. He was like, you know, he was like, are you into men? Are you into women? Blah blah blah. And I'm just like, oh my god, this man wants to know a lot. And so I'm trying to like deflect by saying like, oh what do you do? And he was like, do you work out? He's like, yeah, I work out. He was like, I'm in healthcare. I'm 34 years old. I'm like, okay, I'm just writing this shit down because I'm like private investigator <laughs> turning on. Like, I'm just like, I'm trying to write all these details out. Again, his name is Mike. If anybody know him, he lives in Atlanta area. He does work in healthcare. So please watch out for him. He's supposed to be married in December. So mm. um, anyway, so I was like, okay. Um, and so he asked me very, you know, personal questions like, have you had sex in the hotel room before? And I'm like, oh, uh, none of your business. <laughs> 
So I just started, at this point, I'm like, he don't even know nothing about me. So I'm lying. So he's like, what do you do? Oh, I work in a restaurant. I don't. <laughs> um, and so then he was like, um, what's your, like, you, have you ever, you know, had sex with somebody outside your race? And I was like, again, none of your damn business. But I lied. I was said, oh, maybe a white guy. That's it. Um, and he was like, well, I just want to let you know that the best sex experience I've ever had was with a black woman. I was like, oh, my God. John. (laughs) None of my business. None of my business. Didn't want to. (laughs) Um, And so um, it goes on. Let me hurry up. Um, So I was like, oh, okay. He was like, well, you know, then he's like, well, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, I have family game night. Lied. I'm in my bed eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Um, shout out to Ben and Jerry's. Shout out, shout out. I bought three more. Um, anyway, so he was like, "Oh well, you know." Um, okay, so he, he was like, "Well, what are you doing tomorrow?" I said, "Well, my best friend's coming into town because um, he, you know, he's self quarantined for like ever, and he just like he needs interaction, and he knows I'm clean. I don't play. I got bleach all day." Um, um, so he was like, um, I said, well, I said, only true thing was like, okay, my best friend is coming in town. So he was like, oh, okay, well, what should, what does your best friend do? And he wanted to ask all this question about my best friend. So I'm still trying to lie to him. And so the only thing I didn't lie was that he told him that my best friend is um, gay. So he was like, oh, okay. Well, he's like, well, whenever he comes in, just let him know I bought him before. I said, oh. What? what? Like, uh, okay, I will let my best friend know that some random man that I'm just now talking to in the past 24 hours or 48 really now is like, you know, I'm. He was trying to get the crew love. It almost got to that point. It because then he was like, "Well, just to ask you a simple question: Do girls um, watch?" Um, gay porn and he's like because he was like because you know guys watch lesbian porn and i'm just like um i think watch everybody porn but though traditionally i watch men and guys you know men and not men and guys but um a man and a woman you know porn like you know duh but it's just like why are you asking me that and he was like well i just you know he's like i just want to let you know maybe your your best friend is interested i said interested in what and i'm just like these this is getting too much so here comes the kicker to the point where i was like you know what i ain't playing this game no more this is, i'm done this is the deepest i'm gonna ever go in this bullshit and i'm getting myself out of here so then he was like well when is your best friend inside you know inside or in your house whatever and i'm like well he just arrived and you know again tell he was like tell him i bought him before so i was like okay i said well what are you into he was like well he's like well i've had sex with women and i've had sex with transsexuals and i was like okay he was like and he's like, got to the point where it was really good. I just decided I would give it a try. I said, give it a try what? He's like, well, I like it when my ass is in the air and I'm getting it. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, wait, did I did I offend you or turn you off? I said, you know what? You didn't, but this is, I think I'm done. I told him, have a blessed day. I hope your wedding is wonderful. In my mind, I'm like, I hope this bitch take, you take all your money because you just out here just for everybody. Out, out. <laughs> for everybody. I'm like, it'd be different if it was just like, I don't know. 
but ooh, I was like, this is too much. I've never, I've not, I, he just, he just said he does it all. And that's, and again, that's his business. I don't give a fuck if he does, but I'm just like, I'm not in that ministry. My ministry is just like, I just want a man who is not engaged, who is not, you know, who is not going to be cheating. Um, and don't have multiple people on the sides. Like, <sighs> so yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> and if you know him, tell him to stop or tell his, 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 um, his fiance. Ooh. I think I'm done. I wouldn't say I'm offended, but like, how does he know that his, your best friend isn't also a bottom Two bottom. Well, I don't know if two bottoms don't work, but. I'm guessing two bottoms don't work. So if your best friend was even interested and he's a bottom, what what am I going to do with that? I don't. First of all, it's the fact that he was inviting my best friend into my sex life. That's the problem. I don't care if my best friend was straight, bi, gay. I, like, I, it don't matter. It's just the part that he just invited my best friend into my sex life. I was like, oh, hell no. The problem hell no. Obvious. I'm talking about the less obvious problems, but yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know. Just stop talking to this person. Oh, I did. I, d- I deleted. Well, I did not delete it because I'm still doing my investigation because I'm trying to find this girl to kind of save her. Like, girl, he gonna cheat on you after he give you that ring, girl. You better leave him. Here's the here is the evidence. Yeah, he definitely sent me dick pics. So you know, typical sleeve. Wow. Oh yeah. So I'm putting in my archive just to be like his name, his occupation, industry, where he work out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he told you all of that. Yep. So I, I mean, this is this is his first time cheating, probably. I'm like, he's oh, really shit. bad at this. He really yeah. is bad. Prayers to that lady. Prayers to that lady. Yeah, prayers. Wow. Yeah. That, that was that was actually weird. That, that was a weird topic. Uh, Welcome to the show. <laughs> we can go more into detail, but that was just oh. nah, but yikes. That, yeah, that was that was a lot. That, that was a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry you had to go through that, friend. Wow. <sighs> Hey, All right, but, other hey, that's what you that's what you that's what you came there for entertainment this, so, okay, this is more shits this is more shit and giggles than i anticipated so it pretty much covered <laughs> for the whole week so i'm off on tinder for a whole week i think it made yeah. my whole week it was more so, shits than giggles oh uh, this was like a whole like cauldron of shit <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a little giggle like a hee hee but not you know this is anyway. a gas. <laughs> but anyway, uh shout out to uh Dave Chappelle. Um <laughs> he, he uh released a comedy special which was uh filmed in his property and originally it was supposed to be a comedy special for him to just say some jokes in front of some folks with and then it turned into a rant about, you know, what's going on with George Floyd because how, you know, significant uh, eight minutes and 46 seconds was to him because he was born at 846. So he felt some type of way about it. And 
you know, the fact that he called out to his mother and he saw his father call out to his grandmother before. Uh, so, thoughts? Have y'all seen it? Yes. I haven't watched it. When I mean when I mean shots fired, I mean shots fired. No pun intended, but homeboy called out everybody. I will save it for Shan so she can watch yeah. it. But um uh, uh, when I mean shots fired, this is like the epitome. Of ratatata. He just said he didn't give two fucks at this point. Yeah, um, he did get some criticism because, you know, a lot of people, and I've, I've noticed a lot of this since the protests. Of course, we have to say, um, uh, RIP uh, George Floyd, RIP Breonna Taylor, um, because in my opinion, her, her death, you know, even though we can't compare deaths, her death was more heinous because she was sleeping. But, you know, a lot of people were criticizing him because he didn't mention her name. But in the context of a stand-up, it was more of what that death meant to him. So, right. you know, kind of relax on that. But I don't know. You can't tell people how to feel. And one point um, I will say that, um, not trying to spoil it for Shan, but he did say that a lot of people are looking up to celebrities for the right. answer. and. That is, and I feel like that was the only thing, like, I completely, completely, like, wholeheartedly agree. Because right now, in the sense of, like, people are getting, you know, quote-unquote canceled, which we talked about in the previous episode, people are just, either they have forced to say something, which sometimes they put a foot in their mouth, or they don't say the right thing, which comes to like a whole bunch of celebrities, you know, it seems like every day, um, once they say something, it's like, it's kind of stamped on them. But I feel like during this time, celebrities should not have, have to say something. They don't have to say something at this point. Um, because right now the people are talking, meaning that people are protesting. People are not stop protesting. People are petitioning to make the voices heard. So, And yeah, I, I feel like the people need to speak. Yeah, it's, it's our voices, not his. You know, he got money. He, he has right. a whole property to have a comedy show. Right. With social distancing, too, on top of that. Yeah, with social distancing. <laughs> and provided masks for everyone. So right. it's like, <laughs> he really can't really, he, 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 like he said, he's backseat to this. It's like, he, it's not right for him to say anything. You know, he'll he'll speak his piece, but, right. you know, you can't look to Dave Chappelle as your savior. You know, just like he said all those years back, you know, uh, nobody cares what Ja Rule thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Still to this day, because I really don't get two fucks about Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, shout out to him. Um, shout out to our Native American brothers and sisters. Hey. Uh, so there is a sweeping around the country of uh, statues being torn down. And one of them uh, is Christopher Columbus. That hoe. He should have been. <laughs> right. He should have been. Yeah. Way before this. Way before uh, this. 
and you know the native the natives are dancing around his torn uh, statues as they should because of pretty much he he kicked off all this shit that have them in reservations and uh, dealing with they have to deal with their struggles. So, you know, no shout out to uh, Christopher Columbus. Shout out to uh, the natives. Uh, to the native girl, if y'all have seen the video that slapped that woman in that gas station. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sister, you deserve it all. Because she was exercising restraint, but when that woman put her hands on her, she had every right. That that is me. That was she is my spirit animal. No, not trying to be funny or funny or anything, but this just literally like you touch me, fire will be upon your face. (laughs) That's what homegirl did. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was beautiful. The lady ran away, ah, you know, holding her face, and you know, I'm gonna call the cops. Right, my ass. Um, mm. yeah. Shout out to her. Yep, and that's uh, any other shout outs? I think. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll quickly just mm-hmm. um, shout out to um, my friend. Um, Jerry at my local laundromat for trying to fight um, the local crackhead. <laughs> Quick story. Um, um, yeah. Social distancing, you know, our laundromat here in my building has just went completely down. So I was like, I'm not trying to catch germs. So I took some of my clothes um, that need to be washed to a laundromat that a much larger building so pretty much wash all my clothes all at once. Um and he was there also washing his sheets. And then all of a sudden this guy comes in. He can tell he was on some kind of drug. Don't know, but we just going to call him a crackhead or a crackhead Larry. This is his nickname. Don't know his real name. Um, So he can tell he was kind of like jittering around like, oh, what do you do this and how do you do that? So all of a sudden he's just like, hey, girl, um, help me uh, with this machine. Don't know how to use it. So I didn't really take offense, but homeboy Jerry did. So he's just looking and he's already mumbling. So I'm trying to help him out. And he's pretty much doing the complete opposite of what I'm telling him. So I'm just like, okay, man, his man, this sheet's going about to be yellow. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, I'm trying to help him out. He's still, you know, not listening. And all of a sudden, Jerry stood up and was like, hey, man, I have three black grandchildren. I have a fucked up knee. But I just want to let you know that black lives matter. And if you touch her, I will personally fuck you <laughs> And we, me and both of the crackhead was like, we don't want no violence, sir. <laughs> like, social distance. Like, bro, like, I'm glad you are taking up for me and I appreciate that, but nobody was here ready to knock if you buck. Everybody was trying to just, you know, wash and go. <laughs> right, you know. Let him mumble to himself and keep it moving. No, he was like, he's like, I'm just, I, he's like, I know times are crazy, but I just want to let you know that, you know, I protect mine. I'm just like, okay, 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 Jerry, calm down. Jerry riding. Right. And I'm just like, bro, we in a laundromat. It's only three of us. And I was like, and if he did go crazy, it's a crackhead. What you gonna do? Like, you don't know what to do. But anyway, I just want to shout out to my friend Jerry at the laundromat. That's it. Uh, (laughs) Also, uh, 1B, I will be remiss not to uh, shout out uh, RIP to Rashad Brooks. just another name in the long list of names. Um, 
you know? And, uh, hey, Wendy's got burned down by a white woman. That's it. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's weird? A Van Gogh letter. So, uh, uh. so there was a letter uh, from Van Gogh that just recently resurfaced. Um, not resurfaced, but um, so there's an item that's going to be sold soon um, in Paris that is a joint letter written by Vincent Van Gogh um, and Paul. Don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's a very famous um, artist, which they talk about in detail of their visits to the French brothels. <laughs> um, and apparently, this item is expected to sell for up to two hundred fifty thousand euros, which is about two hundred and eighty-two thousand dollars here. Oh wow! So, so uh, this letter is pretty much two homeboys discussing uh, about going to a strip club. It, essentially, you know, brothel is more than a strip club, of course, but it's it's kind of like you know. Dang, bruh. You know, we, we went to, uh, you know, uh, Magic City. And did you see old girl? How she came down on the pole? I mean, god damn. Kind of like that. Uh, it's just an artist. So he was like, yo, I'm going to paint for that pussy. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to paint a picture of that pussy. Oh. Mm. oh man, this oh I just read um <laughs> I have no words. Uh you think I don't have anything. <laughs> oh. Um yeah, um you know yeah. Yeah, this is a go. Is if y'all don't know, it's the one that artist that cut his ear off. Um, over some pussy, huh? He cut his ear off over some pussy. Read oh, he just it. so he just pussy whipped. Yeah, pussy whipped. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was my my fellow temple of a whip noise. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, I I have nothing, you know. Santa wrapped that all up in a bow, and we don't even have to say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's crazy. It's just like in detail, called the guy, his his brother, whatever the other artists like these, you know, that brought the creature out or something like that. And I was like, oh my god, the it's in French. Huh? Yeah, this is written in like eighteen eighty eight, so. It just the wordplay is probably like interesting. <laughs> what the fuck is the creature? The dick or like? Yeah. No, creature. he was describing he was describing his friend as an unspoiled creature with the instincts of a wild beast. Oh, that means the friend was wild, and you you was just trying to be we was trying to be cool up in there, and you was out there trying to you know ah ah everybody. It's like chill out, man. You got to be cool with these women. Um, I think they both was nasty. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's just, they were just like way of saying you're doing too much, right? Probably. I feel you. Okay, all right. Yeah. 
All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was another topic uh, that we actually discussed, uh, putting on the list that I just remembered. Uh, Christian Bell uh, and what? her husband, Dak, uh, Veronica Mars. Uh, is it Christian Bell? No, Shepard. No. no. Yeah, Chris- and Bell. Yeah, Christian Bell. Yeah, um, so... No, Kristen Bell, not Christian Bale. Wow. Wow! I'm like, the mailman? What is the word? No, maybe I'll just sit around. It's okay. It's, yeah, Chris, Christian. No. Kristen. No. Christian. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. Because if you say Christian Bell, the rest of the story is going to be weird as fuck. It is. Yeah. Okay. Well, Chris, Christian Bell, no. Batman, Christian, 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 Christian. It's Christian. That's a, between a male and a female is what you're you're saying. <laughs> this is gonna be the name of the show, y'all. <laughs> Christian Bell. Kristen, yeah, I know Kristen Bell. Okay, oh. said it fast. So you know, be patient with me, please. Anyway, um, Kristen Bell uh, shared her titty milk with her husband. Oh my god! You made me sound nasty. He was doing right. So let's let's inform the people to make sure everybody's on one accord. So, um, so Kristen Bell, um, she made or Dax nursed from her breast for um, health reasons. Yeah. So the, the milk tends to build up and it has to be released. You know, you don't have so, a so so so. Say it again. I said it's very painful if your milk duct gets clogged. Yeah, it's called um, it's M A S T I S I S or something like M A S T I T I S something mastitis or something like that. Um, which yeah, like like what Shan was saying, it's pretty much when blocked milk is stuck in her little duct. Um, yeah, and so because it hurts. Homeboy was like, I'm here for my wife or whatever. <laughs> and like we described, not Christian Bell, <laughs> but Christian Bell was, uh, was you know, was, was pretty much breastfeeding her husband. Oh, that... Good old titty milk. <laughs> anyway, moving along. I am so sorry, y'all. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? That story. Did y'all watch Whitney and Bobby back when they had a a, a reality show? Yes, and yes, definitely. Whitney had talked about how she was backed up, and Bobby had like stuck his hand up her 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 booty hole to unclog her. Got the poop. Yeah, yeah. That's love right there. It's crackhead love, but it's love, and that's what Jack Shepard did to his wife. That was love. But that's love I didn't need to know about. Yeah, we um, didn't know about it. You know, that was their business, not ours. But here we are. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, moving along. Yes, please. 
Yeah, shout out to Christian Bell and Kirsten Bell. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen. Kirsten Bell. Oh my God! Can we get with the next story, please? Who, who yes. Is who is Kirsten? Right. <laughs> I'm being difficult now uh, because I'm embarrassed. But um, the Australia liquor uh brand had a mix-up with some hand sanitizer. Um. Yes. Um. So in Australia. Um, a company called SS Casino um, accidentally released nine bottles that was mistakenly filled with um, not gin, but uh, with hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, drinking hand sanitizer is not the best way to get rid of, you know, this corona. So, um, yeah. So I guess they issued the recall on Monday, and by the by that next two days, all nine bottles were recovered. Honestly, they probably would have got drunker off the hand sanitizer. There was more alcohol content. There is, but he could. They could also die. Uh, I mean, when you drink alcohol, you're drinking literal poison. So you know, you take your chances. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that that would definitely be upset, you know, because they're on the Amazon commercial that was showing uh, how they social distance and work. So they had like a bottle of hand sanitizer that looked like a bottle of vodka. So imagine just you had a party at, at one of these social distancing kickbacks, and. They're just pouring all the stuff into the, you know, the punch. And you pour some hand sanitizer in there. The feeling that you will feel, you know, when you taste that has to be just... Ugh. I would be like, ooh, this shit is hitting. No, I think you would taste the hand sanitizer in that drink <laughs> immediately. Uh, yeah, um... Because it also has, like, chemicals, too, not just alcohol, other chemicals. Right. With, yeah, that don't, that's that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a no-no. That's, uh-uh. Um, you know, if y'all want to, you know, drink these um, Clorox teenies and, you know, Lysol, you know. That's pretty much what Everclear is. Yeah. That's my point exactly. That's basically all Everclear. Any grain alcohol, essentially. That's all it is, is just rubbing alcohol. Mm. Never again. Never again. Uh, so, that is the weird. Uh, now for the awkward. Losing friends. Ugh. That shit sucks. <laughs> but, uh, Everyone here has watched Insecure. Uh, a big uh, theme of this season is the rift between the main character, Issa, and her best friend, Molly. Uh, throughout the, the series, they kind of had kind of a, a you know, impending riff because the way that they kind of treat each other, how they talk to each other. Uh, and this season, it kind of blew up. And I want to ask y'all, have y'all ever experienced 
losing a friend. Like y'all just like y'all just grew apart from each other or they did some shit that was like, nah, I can't fuck with it. Um, it's both. Yes. It, it it's both for me. Um. Mhm. Yeah, I can remember this one time that I I lost a friend. Uh, my car had had broke down, and you know all my friends was there, and you know it was like, dog, that sucks. And then they got into the car and went to a party. While I had to figure out what to do with my car, nobody helped. Nobody jumped me off. Anything, you know. That was a, a earlier time in my life, and I was like, "Dang, that really sucks." You know, you everybody ain't down for you at your lowest point. So, yeah. Did you ask them not to be mean or anything? But did you ask them for help, or they just said, yeah. "Nah, we, we going to the party instead"? Yeah, they pretty much said, "We we we out. We finna go to the party." Damn. <laughs> okay. Um, damn. Yes. That's fucked up. Of course they apologized the next day, but at that point I was so, so over it. No, blame you. Yeah. So my bad, bro. That was kind of fucked up. <laughs> kind of. After you could have potentially just been stranded or could, you know, right. something far worse could have happened. I was pretty stranded, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess for me, one, it's just like I have friends who are really good friends. We just drift apart because eventually we were long distance and then we got really busy and it's just the point where it's just like we don't talk anymore. Um, it is awkward because, um, you know, seeing them again, you're like, okay, well, how do, where do we pick up off of, you know, just with the whole situation of like, oh, like, where do we begin? Because we've missed so much of our lives. But then... You know, there's other times where I'm like, oh, yeah, it built up. Um, Yeah, I've definitely had a friend where I was like, it was almost similar to what Molly and Issa are going through in the sense of just, like, you know, you start seeing little things, but you didn't address it. But I'm I'm usually the ones like, hey, um, let me address it. So I had one friend in particular in college where, you know, um, I noticed – he low-key was taking jabs at my other friend and I was just like I don't know what's going on but I was like let me set him aside so I asked him like what time are you available or and he come, first it was kind of ignoring me and then I got to the point I was like hey are you are you not busy right now let's talk and I kind of gave him a warning I was just like hey I don't know what's going on like what's up between you and my best friend and like what like what is what's up and pretty much gave me like a whack-ass answer of why he didn't like him. And I was like, well, have you talked to him about it? He was like, no, but he should know how I feel. I said, what? Wait a minute. How is someone supposed to read your mind into like, you know, into feelings? Like we all didn't get that ability. It's more, you have to talk to somebody or communicate. And he never did. And then to the one, to the one point he pretty much called, he wanted to fight my friend and they all called us bitches and hoes. So when I became a bitch and a hoe, I definitely told him straight, like, let this be clear. We are not friends. Don't call, don't call me. Don't ask me for no help. Don't ask for no support. And then recently he tried to invite me to the wedding. But instead of inviting me to the wedding, he asked, he, he, invited, he invited my mother to his own what? wedding. Yes, he invited my mother to his own wedding and then was like, well, 
it wouldn't feel awkward. He asked my mom, like, would it be awkward if I asked, you know, me or, you know, me? And my mom was like, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. Like, and I and my mom called me and I left him a text message. was like, hey, I don't know if you will get this or not. Cause I don't know if you change your number, but I think it's very bitchy of you to call my mom and, and ask her if it was okay to invite me. If you felt some type of way, we should have communicated. I'm not with that going behind somebody's back. Go somebody go behind somebody's back. Sorry. And just like, you know, ask for, you know, ask for permission or try to have somebody else communicate our issues. If you have an issue with me, clearly we're adults. You need to, you know, talk to me like we're all fucking grown like you're getting married congratulations like again you know god bless i think they're celebrating their one year anniversary so happy for them but i don't fuck with them like that at all Mm -mm. and i think that was really fucked up of him to do that and you know i told my other friend about it like make sure you know i'm not crazy and she was like you have every right because first of all that's your business most of my friends know mind your own business but if you do tell somebody ask for the opinion they're going to give their opinion um, and they were like, no, he should have came up to you and asked you or like, let's squash the beef. And I would have glad to squash the beef even to this day. But it's just like, damn, you still don't have the balls enough to call me. My number has not changed in the past like 10 years. So I'm not hiring for nobody. It's just like, you should have called me and asked me or sent me an invitation. But no, he had to go behind my back and talk to my mama and like the fuck so yeah and it's sad it comes to that but this just is fucked up childish it's very childish <laughs> very mm. that's oh wow some people are and I think that goes back with the Issa and Mala thing. If they just, just found a point to actually communicate, they wouldn't be in a situation that they're in now. Right. Which is now, if you're if you're up, they're not friends anymore. <sighs> it's so mm-hmm. hard. Communication is, is key to every relationship. Everything. Speaking of... Um... So I'll tell you about how I lost my um, my high school best friend. We were we were best friends beyond high school, but that's when we became best friends. So, um, like I said, we were best friends for a long time, starting in high school, and it wasn't until um, we were in our mid twenties when we started to drift apart because I started getting like a corporate job after college and like she was kind of still doing like retail jobs and things like that, like really like shitty jobs. So I was like, you know, let me get you a job with my company. Um, so I, you know, pulled some strings, called in a couple favors, um, and had one of the HR managers, uh, from my company, um, reach out to her to say, Hey, we want to give you an interview. But the caveat was they wanted to like, they wanted her to create a LinkedIn page so they can get a better idea of her. And, you know, this was like when LinkedIn was, it was starting to be all the rage pretty much when like people was like looking at your LinkedIn and checking out your social media to make sure that you're not like out here wilding. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I told her like, Hey, this, you know, my company is really interested in you. All they want you to do is create a LinkedIn page. And she just absolutely refused to do it. Mind you, she had every other social media you could possibly have. She had Twitter, she had a Facebook, she had every other thing. Um, but she was like, I don't want to create a LinkedIn page. That's too much work. And I was like, well, you know, that's pretty fucked up because I went through a lot in order to get you this interview. And literally all they're saying is we just want to see a LinkedIn page. And, you know, I already sent them her resume, all of that. And she was like, no, I'm not doing it. So she never created the LinkedIn um, page. They still invited her for an interview. She didn't show up to the interview. Wow. So after, you know, the HR manager was like, hey, your friend didn't show up. I called her and I was like, yo, what's up? Like, I got you the interview. What's going on with you? And she was like, yeah, I didn't feel like going. And I was like, well, that's really messed up because I put a, I put my reputation on the line. I vouched for you to get this interview and you just, this is a slap in the face. And she was like, you know, ever since you got your corporate job, you've been acting like you're better than me. You act like just because you make a little bit more money that, you know, shit's not cool with us anymore. So fuck it. I don't even want to be friends with you anymore. And I was like, damn. All right. If this is how you feel, bye. And we haven't spoken since then. You you know, some people don't want to be as great as you want them to be. Right. That's pretty much it. It's like, you just want the best for your friend. You want her to to shine too, but she didn't want to shine like that. She wanted to to be, you know, the, you know, mid-level that she was at or whatever life she was living, you know. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up. All of sounds like jealousy, to be quite honest. Yeah, it is. She didn't want to admit to it. But the thing is, you you know, Shan wasn't. And the thing is, like, you for her to, you know, stick her neck out and you just do that, not even apologize to people like, hey, I'm sorry to waste your time, or even apologizing to Shan, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shan, I'm proud of you because <laughs> I would have said something else. I'm still growing, Lord. I'm still growing. The Lord's still working on me. So I would have said some choice words. But um, you were the bigger person at this point. She clearly still had to grow up. So I truly think that that's what it was. She just needed to uh, she just needed to come to grips with herself and, you know, start acting like the 20 something that we were. And she just wasn't ready for the type of responsibility that I was offering to her. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I I have a question. I just feel like, um, were there any relationships that y'all have had that did break, but eventually did it come back to light? Like, did y'all communicate like after years later with anybody? Um, no. So, like, we have a lot of mutual friends because we had known each other for so long. But, like, even our mutual friend, they don't, our mutual friends, they don't speak to her about me. They don't speak to me about her. We have lived our own separate lives since that day that we said, all right, we're not friends anymore. And that's just been the end of that. Okay. I I haven't either. The guy apparently still, you know, tries to talk to my mom. I don't I told my mom like you can have a relationship with him. 
you know, if you have a special about him, that's not hurting my feelings or anything. But just know, until he calls me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking. Cause I try to talk. I've done my part. I'm not. No, I'm done. Yeah, me and uh, that person, we got we got cool because uh, we had a, a deep talk. Uh, but we're not necessarily not friends now, but we don't talk because it's a lot of stuff uh, going on with him. You know, sh- shout out to mental health. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Prayers out to, you know, those people, you know. No no bad blood on our ends. <laughs> but uh, No, hey. not at all. My conscience is very clear. Yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, if you had, uh, you know, a riff <laughs> with your, your friends, or, uh, you know, old friend, you have a story, email us at weirdawkwardcool at gmail.com, or, uh, you know, DM us. You know, you're open. So uh, now for the cool. Woo. So no shout out to Starbucks. Child, that whole mess. <laughs> yeah, you know they had you know not to get into it because I you know I, I don't have any time for them, uh, but I want to uh, give a special shout out to all the black owned coffee shops you know out there. Uh, there are quite a few in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, so I actually wanted to take this time to read some of them out. So we have the Urban Grind. Um, Yay! Shout out to Urban Grind specifically because um, one of our listeners, you know who you are, hosts a uh, a show there every single week. You know, before coronavirus hit, okay, but he show he um, hosts a show at Urban Grind. It's a um, a black hosted show put on by this black owned coffee shop. Um, and it does really well every week. I highly recommend coming out to urban grind on Tuesdays, whenever this is over and we get the show going back. It's a comedy show and it's free. It's free. 99. Oh, we, I, I love free 99. I yeah, know that's, that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's right in my budget. Yeah. Uh, Everybody budget. Yeah. Uh, so also there is my coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, you got the Jada Che Herbal Tea Spot. We got Rosie's Coffee Cafe. Mm-hmm. We got Grant Park Coffee House. And, um, Village Coffee House. Uh, what is this? Le Petite Marche? Le, la, is it La Petite? It's Le, Le Petite Marche. It's, uh, okay. it's like a bakery and a coffee house. Uh-huh. Mm. Really good, really good. Ooh, shout out to Milk and Honey. That's another place too. Oh yeah, black So good. Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, and it's plenty of more. Plenty more. It's like it's hella black coffee shops in Atlanta. A like, lot, like a lot more than you would realize. Um, so shout out to every single one of them. And uh, shout out to all the black businesses out of there. Uh, like I've been championing since all of this has been happening. Uh, I really like that the uh, spreading of information of uh, 
supporting bad businesses has uh, been out there. Um, because, of course, you know, buying black, supporting black businesses, for years they have a negative com- conversation amongst our, ourselves because, you know, black people feel like, you know, oh, if we got to shop black, they don't have good service or they're rude or, you know, many other things. But during this time, we need to give them a chance and hold them accountable like we hold every other, you know, place. You you know, you've been to fast food restaurants that food are crap and you'll end up going there two weeks later. So, um, yeah, just take that into account when you say something about, you know, black businesses and whatnot. Oh, quick, quick, funny joke. I forgot to tell you about this, but I did support a black little ice cream man that came in my neighborhood. Um, Also came during um, my friend's um, birthday party. Um, Very small gathering, less than five people, social distancing, y'all. I don't play that shit. Wait, not to get into the birthday party, but it was less than five people with everything that, okay. Oh yeah, and that <laughs> but um, um. So my friend is very all black, like very black. You know, Black Lives Matter. Like you know, this very almost hotep scary part black, which is nothing wrong, nothing wrong. No. But you know, it, it gets to the point where we're like, girl, calm down. So um, the ice cream man was playing an infamous song. And, you know, that song is related to, you know, about how mm-hmm. black people eat watermelon. It's not a really nice song to play um, in regards to these times. But the ice cream man was black and he only he does change the song every time he stops. So unfortunately, that song was playing when my friend was there <laughs> and she started off the conversation because it was a it was a black male and a black female in the car and the black female pretty much mind her business and my friend interrupted her business saying, Hey sister, I need to talk to you and I said, Oh Lord, if she don't sound like the people that sit on the side of the curb. Um but uh, she was like, You know the history about the song? All of a sudden the black man was like, I know, I know <laughs> I know the history. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and she's like, and she's all like say about ice cream and peace, woman. Right. <laughs> and, he's, and she's all like, brother, but these are sensitive time like whole like Erica Badu, like, you know, almost close to Malcolm X kind of <laughs> feeling and he's like i know (laughs) he was like stop telling me he's like i know and just because he she bothered him so much he changed the song to um Lil Wayne so (laughs) he just had to change the song because he's like i need to be in another state of mine just pretty much another place around i just tried to be uh sell ice cream yes she's gonna bother me Yes, and she's bothering me with history. I already know. And I'm just like, and we're all just like, sir, we apologize. Like, we know. And and because, you know, you're Black, we just want to help support you. So pretty much, you know, the whole birthday party, social distancing, each gave them money to get ice cream. But unfortunately, my ice cream was freezer burnt, and it tastes like um, Yahoo powder oh, and cheddar. Yeah. Yeah, cheddar cheese and and ice. So I did not complain. I just said, you know what? I wasted two dollars, but I, at least it's going to a black man to help support his business. Yeah, but, and that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's all. I support black businesses. Yeah. <laughs>
The point was just prove it. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, this is happening to me just like the last week. I was like, I didn't say nothing, but I'm going to give her my money because we need to support each other at this moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, also, shout out to uh, Ice Cream Man uh, that used to be uh, in Huntsville. And he would go around the uh, black neighborhood. He was black, black ice cream man. And instead of that song, because he was very aware, he would play So Icy by Gucci Man. Wow. That wow. ice cream man I would support. I would too. Yeah. He would always have like a long line. So shout out to him. Uh, so yeah, that's our show. Um, y'all have anything else to say? Um, <laughs> Just make sure your friends don't turn to hoteps during these times. Calm them down. Oh, yeah. 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 Shout, like, shout out to you, friend, a listener, and a yeah. good friend of mine, brother. <laughs> I'm like, girl, calm down. Calm down. Understood, but calm down. Because that's also annoying to us. No, thank you. It's a lot. It's a lot of uh, history being uh, preached to to us by our fellow brothers and sisters. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, that's the show. Email us at weirdawkwardcool at gmail dot com. And uh, I'm John. Um, I'm I'm not going to go back on Tinder. I'm Rowdy Raya. <laughs> And I'm Sunburnt, a.k.a. Shanna. <laughs> SB! Damn. <laughs> Damn. SB. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. And that's weird. Not cool. Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs>